On this day, March 29, 1929, the Boston Bruins beat the New York Rangers 2-1 in a 2-0 sweep in Madison Square Garden to win the Boston Bruins' first Stanley Cup final. And you're listening to Stories from Central Mass Podcast with your host, me, Mike. You have been warned. Sitting in a red light on the corner of Southbridge Street in my work truck the other day, I looked over and I noticed I was sitting next to Hurricane Betty's strip club. I can remember when I was a kid, it used to be called the Lamplighter. I was probably about 10, 9, 10 years old. I was out for a ride with my grandmother and she asked me if I wanted to get lunch when I go out somewhere. And we were at that same corner. I looked over and I said, oh, Graham, look, there's a sign that says dollar sandwiches there. You want to go there? I had no idea what the place was. She laughed uncomfortably and told me in a few years I should ask my uncle. Maybe he'd take me there. Yes, the very first concert I went to, I went with my mom, my grandmother, and my little cousin Lori. And yes, it was the Dirty Dancing Soundtrack Tour. I believe I was in 6th grade, 1987-ish, 85, I'm sorry, 86, 87. And, uh, yeah. The only concert I'd been to before that was uh, Tornado Alley, which was like a, I don't know, local Worcester band that was playing down at the Worcester Center Galleria. My grandmother brought me there and told me it was The Who and brought my cousin Shane with me. And he looked... He's four years older than me. He looked at me, he's like, Mikey, this ain't the who. Needless to say, with those two stellar concerts under my belt, uh, my Uncle Todd, my Aunt Brenda made sure that they uh, bought me uh, Guns N' Roses tickets for my 15th birthday in 1991. At the Worcester Central, I saw Guns N' Roses on the Use Your Illusion 2 tour. I think it was all Use Your Illusion 1 and Use Your Illusion 2. But I saw the second show... I think it was I think it was Gilby Clark who filled in for Izzy Stradlin, so I never got to see Izzy Stradlin. And uh, so I saw Gilby Clark, you know, it was Duff and Slash and Axel and whoever the hell was playing the piano. And it was the the second drummer. I wasn't oh goodness, I can't think of his name. He was in another band. I think he ended up playing in Velvet Revolver too, but anyway. Yeah, I got to go see the uh, Dirty Dancing soundtrack tour with my mom and my grandmother. Yeah, that was that was a pretty tight show. But it, it more than made up for it a few years later to see GNR. In this present day of nervous energy due to the coronavirus, my mom reminded me of a story and 1992, during the L.A. riots, I went to school, and we had the TVs in the classroom, that Channel 1, and I can remember watching a little bit of it on local news, and uh, probably about two, three hours into my day at school, and I have uh, here an announcement of this speaker, so you got Michael Regario, which I assume is me, because no one could ever say my last name, to the office, and I go down to the office, and say, yeah, get your stuff, you're getting dismissed. I'm like, oh, I must have, like, a dentist appointment or something I don't know about. So I get all my crap, I go outside, my mom's sitting in the Cimarron, you know, the one that I jumped and broke the ground effects on. 
she's sitting there and she's like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. I'm like, what, what, what? I get in the car. She's like, how is it in there? I'm like, what are you talking about, Mom? She's like, how is it? Is it are, are, are the kids picking on you? Are you getting bullied? Are they, are, they, are they rioting? I'm like, Mom, what are you talking about? We, we, we live in Massachusetts. We, 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 she's like, yeah, I was watching TV all, all morning long. As the LA riots, they're going crazy. I just, I, I just couldn't take it. I had to come get you. All right. That all being said, my mom being extra protective, but not only not only is this just the craziest shit you ever heard, but, but we literally lived across the street from the school. Like, she could have just looked out the window and saw it wasn't burning down and hell wasn't freezing over. But that's my mom. I love all animals, especially dogs. <clears throat> but my mom had a Shih Tzu when I was a kid, a teenager. It was our second dog. See, I had Odie. Odie was a lab, but Odie was a killer. And we had to get rid of him. He uh, nearly killed another dog in the neighborhood in front of everybody. So it was very heartbreaking. Uh, I don't really want to get into that much further. I want to tell you about my mother's Shih Tzu buttons. <clears throat> buttons. Buttons was given to us by our neighbors after we had to get rid of Odie. And I really wasn't thrilled about getting this dog, but it was my mother's dog. It wasn't mine. I was getting older, and I didn't really have time for one. But uh, it was a very interesting dog. And uh, if you had anything on the floor, she he, she claimed it. This was me, my buddy Jay, and my sister. We're in the TV room. Just went and bought some grinders from George's Pizza. And a nice large Italian grinder, you know, lettuce, tomato, onion, cheese, toasted. Almost like my favorite sandwich. You know, my sister sitting in a recliner. My buddy Jay's on the couch. I'm sitting on the floor. So I put my sandwich down. I got my bag of chips. got my soda. Sitting right there. My mother calls me into the other room. I leave. I go in the other room. I don't remember what we were talking about. I come back. And as I'm walking in the room, I can hear Jay and my sister hysterically laughing. I'm like, what the hell? What's going on? I look in. And Buttons, that little shih tzu. She's eating my freaking grinder. Like an anaconda. She's got like a 12-inch sub. And her head cocked back. And she's trying to... St- I'll, I'll, I'll just swallow the whole thing. And I flip out. I'm like, oh my god. I'm going to kill this fucking dog. So I reach down. And I go to grab the grinder. And you know... Have you ever seen a shih tzu? My mother used to trim the dog down pretty good. But she leaves this little ugly goatee on his face. And she's like... And this tuna all over her face. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking kill this dog. And my mother comes and she's like, oh my God, Mikey, you can't do that. You're, you're losing your mind. You can't live here anymore. And Jay and Katie are just laughing their ass off. And yeah, that's buttons for you. That last one was a best of. It was a little story about my mom, my mom's dog, Buttons. Uh, we're going a little stir crazy with the uh, being cooped up in the house. I'm still working my regular job because I'm an essential employee out there driving and delivering bread. My wife is a nurse who also is an essential employee. But when we're here, we're just trapped with our two crazy kids. We love them very much. But neither one of them want to do schoolwork. It's tough to get them to do it. <laughs> but they're good kids. They're getting it done. So I figured I'd just take this time to tell everybody God bless and uh, hang in there. You know, we 
whatever crazy shit you got going on, somebody else has got something just as crazy, if not crazier. You know, part of me really wishes I didn't have to go out on the road and drive around and all this shit, but another part of me really would be upset to have to sit at home and not get a paycheck. So anybody who's unemployed right now, my heart goes out to you. I don't know if this stimulus check thing is going to help anybody or whatever. And quite frankly, I don't really know what I'm talking about. But, all that being said, I'm going to leave you with a little bit of the Sutton Center Senior Ukulele Band featuring my my grandfather, Mike Jr. I'm not sure which song it'll be. It'll be a little surprise to me. There's my crazy kid in the background now. But anyway, thank you very much. Yeah. One, two, three, four.